0: Welcome back to Purposeful Planning with Aspen Wealth Management. This is Jim Davis, and this week we're going to look at building the foundations of family philanthropy by diving into three initial decisions you'll want to consider. As we all know, one of the most important pillars of our society is the benefits provided by public charities and philanthropic foundations. From arts and culture to relief organizations, much of the good is done in our local communities and throughout the nation because of the vision and foresight of the individuals and families who founded these important organizations. Not surprisingly though, many philanthropically minded folks who have a deep commitment to giving back to society are uncertain about how to get started. Yes, they may have the resources or the desire and the commitment to build a legacy that will make a big difference in their community, but they aren't sure about their first steps. And certainly there is much to consider when launching such an organization. So let's look at a few of the initial decisions that need to be made to get a philanthropic organization started on the right foot. The first decision is legal and tax structures. The first step is to organize and register as the correct 501c3 organization type. Notice that we said the correct type, because there is more than one. Should your organization be a true private foundation or a public charity? Organizations primarily funded through the gifts of a particular individual, enterprise, or family will often serve the founder's vision better if organized as a private foundation. A good example of this is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is funded almost entirely by a particular group of individuals and a corporation with which they are associated. Public charities, such as the Make-A-Wish Foundation, on the other hand, are mostly funded by public gifts that can come from almost anyone and anywhere. The source of funding and the means of fundraising for your foundation is pretty important in terms of registration and legal structures. A public charity must be typically registered in every state where donations are solicited, Additionally, public charities usually spend a lot of time and effort on fundraising, probably because they depend on a large quantity of smaller gifts, as opposed to private foundations, which usually receive large sums of funds on less or fewer occasions. Now let's look at the second decision, finding your fit. It's important to note that other factors for initial consideration go beyond financial and legal requirements. You need to think carefully about what exactly your goals are. These vital parameters include attention in matters such as need. Many founders of philanthropic organizations may spend months or more performing a detailed analysis for their intended area of impact, which may include a survey of other organizations that have similar missions or objectives. And if someone else is already doing a good job of what you're interested in, supporting their efforts might make more sense rather than reinventing the wheel. Another parameter is purpose. A concise, carefully worded mission statement will help you crystallize your goals and methods, including your granting guidelines and target sectors. You also need a business plan. Even though we are talking about nonprofit enterprises, charitable organizations need detailed operating plans and procedures to, funct- to function efficiently. And finally, governance. Aim to recruit the most qualified people you can find, preferably those who share a passion for your desired objectives, to serve on your board of directors. The final decision we will cover is how to prepare the next generation. One of the most important factors for philanthropic organizations that want to extend their impact down through the years is the next generation of leaders. These founders should focus their attention on educating the next generation of family leaders to ensure their commitment to the dreams and goals of the founders. This shouldn't be put off until the kids are older, it should be baked into the very beginning of the organization. According to experts, the philanthropy mindset is learned in early childhood, and that learning extends through the individual's lifetime. Finally, you'll need the services of a qualified legal professional who has experience with charities, nonprofits, and private foundations. They can advise and assist with filing the proper applications for tax exempt status, drafting a corporate charter, and helping with other legal matters that must be in place to launch your organization. As a fiduciary wealth advisor, Aspen Wealth Management has the knowledge, experience, and commitment to help individuals who want to leave a lasting legacy and get back to the causes they believe in. To learn more, visit our website at aspenwealthmgmt.com. If you're interested in more financial insights to help guide you, you can listen to us through Alexa or in your favorite podcast app. Again, visit us at aspenwealthmgmt.com Alexa to learn how.